Hello, everybody. We are RNGPC, and we are a character creation podcast, which means there is no long, drawn-out campaign here. What it does mean is that we are creating random PCs that have fleshed-out backstories. Last week, Jake created a min-maxed bard that is impeccable at reading people and their fortunes. Today, someone uh, will be creating a spooky character for us to explore. Welcome to our show. My name is Nathan. This is my co-host, Jake. How's it going, Jake? Hello. It is spooktacular over here. <laughs> Spooky. Yeah, I'm excited to be getting back into the fall fall stuff with it. And I guess I didn't realize um, that you, I like the little subtle, like, someone will be creating it. I feel like that's that's kind of spooky in itself, too. Someone. Ooh. Whoever, whoever will it be? Someone. Ooh, I liked it. Bringing back those audio effects. Well, do we want to introduce that someone so we can... As long as it's not someone that I used to know. I don't think you've met her before. I mean, maybe in oh. a previous re- re- recording of this that crashed and failed and my computer died. But what? What? That wasn't a thing. Maybe? Who knows? <laughs> but, yes, no, today we are lucky enough to be joined by my talented and beautiful girlfriend, Liz. Hello. Say hi, Liz. Hi, everybody. Thank <laughs> you for having me your, your NPR voice. I like it. Oh, Ooh. yeah. This is- <laughs> We're doing hard investigative journalism today. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm today doing something I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> today we'll be looking into the mystery of Gabby Petito, whatever the fuck her name is. Okay, her we're gonna, we're boyfriend killed her. Whoa, allegedly. Oh, sure. We have to add in allegedly. What is this? I don't know anything about this. <laughs> you don't know? Yeah. No, I don't know. Well, they this this girl and her boyfriend went on this cross Don't give him ideas, drive. Nate, please. <laughs> what? From... Yeah, cross country from New York to Oregon. So you guys can do the opposite, Oregon to New York. Mm. And somewhere along the line, she died by murder. By murder. And he's refusing to talk to the police. Uh, his parents are his parents are refusing to say anything. And uh, he, I'm pretty sure the last thing I heard is that he's gone missing. Is, has he not, Liz? What? Uh, yes, he actually... Hold on. <clears throat> last we heard, he's... <laughs> last we heard, he's... Run away from the cops, and he is on the run currently. That's a thing. Some you believe can do? he's in Philadelphia; others believe he's in Tejas. Did you say yeah. Tejas? Tejas. It's, it's, it's Spanish for Texas. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'm not cultured. I'm not cultured at all. Um. um wow. Yeah. This is. Yeah, actually, he is. He has gone. Like he is on the. What do they say? He's on the lamb. Well. Yeah. Yeah. On okay. the lamb, as they say. Um. All right. I can't. So, Liz, I think imagine what I don't know. That's so. I didn't know that. that I didn't know that was currently. This happening. is his cover up for when he kills me. He's like, oh, I can't imagine why you would drive across the country with your girlfriend and kill her. This is a perfect. Here. This is the perfect <laughs> exactly. cover story. I'll be like, look at this. I did this podcast where I was literally like, I can't imagine doing I'm not, that. I'm not that dumb that I would if talk I about die, it on the internet than do it. If I die, Jake did it. Wow. Okay. Well, there we go. Wow. Good to know, Yikes. everyone. I'm now just, well... Now well I he's just list. waiting for me to put him on the life insurance. That's really... <laughs> no, now <laughs> I have to actively be willing to sacrifice my life to keep hers alive. Otherwise, I go to jail. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. That's where we're at. How's your day going, Nate? <sighs> I just my got, day's going good. just got loaded with all that. My day's going good. Um, but I think I'm going to segue into getting to know Liz a little bit better. Oh, jeez, oh, <laughs> which we've already done, kind of before, or have bit, we? I feel like I've done. I feel like I've done this before. This is the time. This is a different timeline. It's it's all different. Oh, yeah. are we variants? Ooh, I, I think so. Do I, I have want to be eliminated? the red pill. 
Ooh, we're going Matrix now with oh. it. Okay. I like blue pill. I'll take any pill that's offered, actually, <laughs> that's, in hindsight. I'll just, I'll just take a pill. That's Advil, how, fine. That's how Halloween MDMA, started. sure. I don't even know if you can get that in a what? pill. Just letter? Isn't that what Joe Rogan likes? I'm know. sure. He's turning into a horse now, right? If I'm reading the internet correctly. Because he took some kind know. of horse drug for COVID. Everything on the internet's true. Yeah. Oh, obviously. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Uh, um. So let's have a question. I have a couple, have a couple questions yeah, for you. Start okay. this awkward interview. Uh, do you like cats or dogs? Dogs. Oh, good answer. Good answer. How's it feel to be a bandwagon Kansas City Chiefs fan? <laughs> bandwagon. <laughs> bandwagon. I'll have you know that my grandfather was put up for adoption in the Midwest and never got adopted. So in turn, he stayed in the Midwest. And he played for the Cardinals minor league team and became a Chiefs fan. It's not my fault he moved to New Jersey. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's a family team. Uh, we followed them team. when they sucked. And they've sucked for a very long time. <laughs> and now I look like a bandwagon fan because I'm from New Jersey and I've always liked the Chiefs. I need to call my dad. Get Bob on the phone. Get Bob on the we, phone. We're not set up Wire for another guest. We're Actually, Nate, I don't know if you knew this, but there is a chance that Jake's friend Alyssa and I oh. are related. Oh, Jesus. Interesting. So, That's- yeah, the, there's a large group of minders in the Midwest, and it was because they were all put up for adoption, and I guess some of them kept their name, whatever. There's a large group gotcha. of minders in the Midwest, and they are all, according to my dad, related to us. <laughs> and his friend Alyssa... <laughs> His friend Alyssa, um, his her cousin is a Minders. It's a Minders, so. Uh-huh. Well, okay. So anyway, Alyssa so, and I are related. Yep. The first person I made right. friends with when I moved out here to LA is apparently related to the girl I'm now dating. So. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. We should just like Minders your own business or oh, some shit like that. Got him. Oh God, that's so overdone. <laughs> She's never heard that before. <laughs> I'm. N- <laughs> Also, I have a last name that people can't pronounce, so I had one gym teacher. Because I guess mm. it's the EI that throws people off, but I had one gym mm. teacher who like literally just gave up and would be like, Liz Mendez. Nice. <laughs> and I was like, um, I, it's me. I'm Liz Mendez. <laughs> <It's me. laughs> I had someone pronounce my last name as Shrek once. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. There's no H. Like He didn't even try. He just looked at the shape of the letters. Have you guys seen those weird, sexy Shrek videos? No, we're moving on. Yeah, I don't know if I'm um, going to go down so, that tangent. Oh. <laughs> so, Liz, um, someone told me maybe like 15 minutes ago that you went to um, a performing school, right? You've been, you've been performing for quite a while, eh? A performing school. <laughs> a performing school. Performing what? Brain surgery? <laughs> yeah. No. No, yes. The I went to, a, went to a performing arts high school. I was a, was a theatrically trained actress. Um <laughs> Okay. Okay. Oh, so you're familiar with like little games and stuff that that you, know, you can you can play to break the ice. And, you know, get your mind in the right set. Right. What are we yeah? playing? What are we playing? Oh, you geez. played some of those. You want to play an improv game with me? I guess. I'm... All right. I played this game with Jake. He didn't do oh. a good job. So I the bar's really fine. low. Okay. The bar's low. Um. Yeah. So you should be all right. So you're a student, right? You're a student. I don't care what grade you're in. This Doesn't matter like a to porn me. Thing. <laughs> but you're explaining to me why you don't have your homework that's due today. You have 60 seconds, and I will tell you new choice every time I want you to change your excuse. Do you understand the rules to this game? Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't know this was going to be happening. Okay. All right, hold on. Let me get the, t- let me get the timer. 
Stopwatch. Okay, are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right, in three, two, one. Hey, I'm so sorry. Why don't you have your homework today? Uh, well, I'm so sorry I don't have my homework today. Actually, my mom died last night, um, and I just I didn't get it done. I was stuck at the hospital. New choice. My dad died last night. And <laughs> New choice. My grandma died. New choice. My grandfather died. <laughs> You're doing worse. New choice. <laughs> my cousin died. New choice. My sister died. New choice. My brother died. <laughs> New choice. My uncle's wife died. <laughs> Your aunt. Then my uncle's wife. Um, well, she was a hairstylist, and um, the scissors slipped out of her hand, and they actually went <laughs> into her into her knee, which she would have been fine. She would have been totally fine. But she was cutting the hair of an older woman, and when my aunt screamed, my aunt, she screamed when the uh, the scissors went into her knee, the older woman jumped up and had a heart attack. Like a massive, massive heart attack. She was flailing, having this heart attack. And she hit my aunt in the head. And my aunt, um, her head hit the sink. Her head hit the sink. Okay. And All right. Well, bad job. died of a concussion. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for ruining that game for me. Never doing that again. Nathan, I feel like you were killing um, everyone in her family every time you said new choices. No, that I that made that been. choice the minute that he told me I had to do this. I was like, how many things can I run through that die? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Jesus. Jake did actually better than you, so I'm disappointed. Um, that's all my new questions that we didn't cover already, because I don't feel like going back and doing the other ones. You don't want to do the other ones that were never done? My favorite question, I'll, I'll ask you, I'll re-ask you a okay. question, because it's my favorite. It makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. How does it make you feel knowing that the Los Angeles Angels translates to the, the Angels, Angels? And I'm going to stick with my original answer and say... It makes sense knowing the people that yeah. I've met out here. It yeah. just does. Yeah. The the angels, angels. But also, I will say yeah. too, they're the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. So it's like they don't even actually play in the city of L.A. They play in O.C. They play in the Orange in yeah. Orange County. I don't. I mean, I guess they used to be up here. I don't know, but it's it's a whole other thing. <laughs> <laughs> they're 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 pretentious. I don't like the Angels. <laughs> they can play. Yeah. Well, tell me how you yeah. really feel about it. I'm a Dodgers fan. Oh. Yeah. Believe You're a bandwagon blue. Dodgers fan? I, I moved out here, so yeah, I moved on to the bandwagon. Then they won the gotcha. World Series. I got I didn't even know they won the World Series last year when it happened. I was like, Oh, that's cool. Hey, good job. It's because no one cared about sports last year. <laughs> I was driving back into LA from Detroit and there was fireworks going off everywhere. I was like, What the hell is going on? And then I got an ESPN update. Dodgers win World Series. I was like, Oh, they were in that? <laughs> so that's how much I'm into baseball. <laughs> nice. Uh, nice. Yep. Oh, well, all right. All right. That was it. fun and exciting. Not. Okay, Whoa. Nate, number one. <laughs> <laughs> We've just met. Yeah. Expected more. Expected more. More? I've yeah. given you everything except my virginity, basically. Uh, I don't know what more oh you could goodness. possibly take from me. Oh, my goodness. Well, I am. I, okay. I don't know. I, I feel like Nate came in wanting to make you uncomfortable, Liz, and you've just thrown it right back on him. And uh, no. it's hard for me to rebut all the statements such as that <laughs> when I've been monogamous for half of my life. <laughs> I have to oh. choose my words carefully if I want that to continue. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I've been monogamous for half of my life. What were yeah. you doing when you were eight, Nate? <laughs> Um, it's a fair question. I was eight. Were you not monogamous at eight? Were you polyamorous? Yeah, dude. 
I got around pre-puberty. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. We can't talk about this. We're gonna get flagged. <laughs> someone's gonna someone's gonna say something about this to someone that can do something. All right. Now, what do we do next? I'm on to the next thing already. Oh, we're ready. Oh, well, this is when we segue. Oh. We yeah. We would like to take this moment to shout out our patrons. Thank you so much, Impending Duff and Liz, for your patronage. You can check out Duff at twitch.tv slash impendingduff, where he offers tips on murder and how to hide the bodies. Also, Liz is also a crazy, psychotic murderer with multiple personalities as she sometimes steps in front of a camera to record. Also known as an actress. If you would like to be shouted out here, you can check out your Patreon. Yep, not yours. Our Patreon at patreon.com slash rngpc. Sign up at the appropriate tier and we will tell all of your dirty secrets here as well. You can also join our Discord and request character sheets when you sign up. Now, let's explore this week's character. (laughs) Alright, so Liz... You're making the character this week. That's that's what's happening here. That's exciting. It is. It is. And especially since I think what's going to be fun about this is, Liz, as you said, you've never played Dungeons & Dragons, correct? Yes, I did think we were drinking and driving. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's weird that you got so excited about it then. And I, I signed up for it specifically to break the law. <laughs> but uh-huh. here we are and... Yep, not. I'm I sorry. Had to, I had to do a little reading yesterday. In fact, it had you nothing did. to do with drinking and driving at no, all. No, it didn't. It, it would not. Um, but you did yesterday when we were looking through stuff and figuring out what you wanted to bring. Um, you found some things that interested you, right? Like, what, which, which of these three things did you start with? So I started with a ghost-wise halfling. Interesting. And that's because I, they're telepathic, right? Well, yeah, so it looks like here when we're looking at it, so they're a halfling, and they get an ability score increased to wisdom, but then also they have silent speech, which says, uh, you can speak telepathically to any creature within 30 feet of you. The creature understands you only if the two of you share a language. You can speak telepathically in this way to one creature at a time. So that is actually very powerful, <laughs> I feel like, in in general, because like there's plenty of times when you're trying to be quiet and like stealth with people and like trying to talk, the DM could be a dick and just be like, oh, well, that makes noise, make a stealth check. But with this, it's like, nope, just in the head. It's, all it's like, nah, bro. It's all in my head. Yeah. And, and what it also means is you can fuck with uh, people, <laughs> essentially. In your head. Oh, we sang that in last your night. Head. We did. We did sing zombie last night. Zombars. Zom. Sorry. Yeah. Um, I like to sing in this uh, in this uh, Liz. Was there was just there... you know I'm the best, you... best at singing or the best at podcasting. Uh, everything. Oh, best at all of it. Okay. I mean, it's a normal Renaissance. I, man, I you know. apologize for being confused. Nate, about you that. haven't heard me sing ever. <laughs> yeah, let's keep it that way. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> with <laughs> just, just a hard me. cut, just a hard cut. Um, <laughs> With that, though, for Halfling, was there anything else in this that you liked, or was it just specific, like... Well, I... So, I was following your directions very specifically, and you said it helps to stick in, like, the common kind of... For the first time you're doing this. Yeah, yeah. so I... And I didn't really know what a Halfling was. What is it half of? Who's to say? I could perhaps make that up. (laughs) Maybe not. So, the the best thing... You've seen Lord of the Rings, yes? Yes. So most of Dungeons and Dragons, I would say all of Dungeons and Dragons, started as 
a world building thing in uh inspired by lord of the rings so most of the common races in that elf dwarf human halflings are all things from lord of the rings halflings are like hobbits essentially so they're just smaller uh let's say how tall are they three and a half feet tall and about 40 pounds your size is small <clears throat> so that is the general gist of them um, Age-wise, a halfling uh, reaches adulthood around 20 and generally can live to the middle of his or her second century. Oh, good. So, yeah. So it's, it's they're, yeah, that's, it's not necessarily that they're half of something. There are things that are like half elves and half orcs in this, where you would be like a half human, half elf, and or a half orc, half human, or half elf. Could that something. not be a halfling, though? Then what would you call that? It's a half elf or a half orc. Anyway, I'm sticking with halfling. Oh, yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah. no, kind of no, no. cute. I do, yes, oh, yeah, and, for and that's sure. why I just wanted to make sure. Like this is this is a good choice. No, I know when they say the alignment, like most halflings are lawful good, but let's say I wanted to. Oh yeah, yeah. no alignment. Can I ignore that? Yes. Yeah, I, yeah, all yeah. of these are guidelines, like yeah. like Pirates of the Caribbean. These are just guidelines yes. more than actual rules. Yes. Perfect. Um, um, so, but I have a question for the group, real quick, before we move on. For the group. Yeah. Okay. It means you too. Okay. Who uploaded the links into this document? Who do you think did? You. Why? Because they're fucked up. How they're not fucked up? Click on them and they work. Because <laughs> I fixed them. Bloodhunter and Haunted One did not work until five minutes ago. That's not true. Well, way to just yes, ruin the next things of what Liz brought, but good segue. Oh, Maybe shit. Sorry. You did it. You did it. <laughs> don't blame this on me. That's gaslighting. <laughs> I don't Look like Look what men. you made me do. Look what you made me do. That's, that's not a gaslighting anthem, baby. It is. But Put two white men in a room and they'll just argue about whose fault it is. <laughs> That's welcome to our podcast. <laughs> it's Jake's fault. It's always fucking Jake's fault. This, is mu- this must be what it's like to work in the White House. <laughs> hey, Kamala's there now. Nobody's blaming her. They can't. <laughs> they she didn't do anything wrong either. She just showed up. <laughs> so, okay. Segway. I've got jokes. Let's move on. Segwaying into <laughs> the next thing that Nathan talked about. What did you then from the Ghostwise Halfling? What what was your next? So I hopped into background, and then right. I picked the um the haunted one background. Why why, why did you Ooh. go with the haunted one? I don't know. I I think I've made a very traumatized character accidentally. Most D and D characters dark. are actually traumatized. That's really what it is. I know, is trying to find I, where their trauma is. I understand that to a certain degree, and there was a part of me that was like, make something bright and fun that you know. A lovely child would enjoy to play with, but here we are. And instead, I went to the haunted one um, because I love this idea of like telepathy, but then Mm -hmm. also that telepathy maybe calling out into the void and it being heard by something that then attaches itself to my little halfling that's interesting oh okay and see that and that could be fun and within this haunted one background it's, i mean <clears throat> what it kind of just says here is you are the ha- you are haunted by something so terrible that you dare not speak of it you've tried to bury it run from it to no avail blah blah, blah. and there's a lot we can go into because there's even harrowing events here which is like the thing where you can kind of choose what happened to you that you could use as this thing that's either following you or a part of that um but what we can also do is we can just roll on everything else and see if there's something that naturally kind of jumps out that we like um and see how that would tie uh together otherwise we could roll on this table some of these are fun um and give you kind of an idea of what some of those things uh might be but yeah no this is definitely a, a good connection i think that was smart to tie it to the telepathic thing 
and um, there's a fly that keeps flying around my desk. I'm sorry, I'm trying to catch it. And so then, what else? <laughs> Me, just trying <laughs> to catch it. Moving on. Um, yeah. So then, the last thing you went to was the class, correct? Yes, and so that I picked Blood Hunter. Oh, a Jake's boyfriend bred character what or background class thingy matt mercer and i are not in a platonic relationship okay no sorry i've tried you were. you're I've not in a platonic it. relationship you're in a romantic relationship we're not in any relationship are you in a, are you in a tectonic relationship <laughs> i'm i don't know what the different types of relationships are i'm trying relationship. <laughs> we're in a hair off <laughs> we're trying to see <laughs> oh no. anyway oh. i chose blood hunter yeah because dope um like the words I well yeah it was the words that in it well if I'm doing okay so I was doing a ghost wise that I think called out the telepathy kind of called out to something mm-hmm. and that thing that whatever it might be kind of latched itself onto this character I thought an interesting thing for them to kind of explore and try to get rid of this this demon or whatever you want to call it that's attached itself to my halfling would be by blood magic. I was like, that's kind of cool. That's yeah. where, as a person, that's where I would go. <clears throat> I'd be like, oh, I got a demon. <laughs> you either call the Catholic church or you just start doing <laughs> pagan rituals. Well, just blood lead all over the place. And, see, <laughs> and that's, what's interesting with like blood hunters is because you, you like their whole thing is that they want to ride the edge of that being like either being the evil thing themselves or being the, being just evil enough to go in and try and destroy the evil. That's a part of them. Right. So like vampire hunter, it's like a blade in a way, right? It's like, sure. Yeah. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit of a vampire, but also I hunt them. So I just now, now I feel weird though, because this character is three feet tall. Why? <laughs> that's fine. You can still make a bad like, uh, like this wild little thing running around, <laughs> cutting itself, screaming at people, talking. That's more ter- voices in its head. <laughs> like it sounds like me when I was like five. <laughs> that's more terrifying to me than like some dark, tall, brooding man from like fucking the I don't know where. <laughs> I think from I've the, created the character like, of Chucky. Oh, wow, I forget where Dracula's castle is. I forgot the name of the place. Transylvania. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Um, yeah, and, and the thing too with Blood Hunters, there's, there's a lot of different ways that you can play with like the what they do because there's the, the even just the different orders they have. There's the Lycan one, which is we, we've used before and is pretty much just straight um, werewolf or were creature esque. Um, but then Ghost Slayer, um, I don't think we've used. What was the one we used for? Um, I think we've used Profane Soul and Lycan. Okay, so some of these other ones we can look into, and again, we don't have to get too into the order of them. But I think once we start rolling on stuff and figuring out, you know, what there is for uh, the background personality traits, that's something I wanted, and try, trying to figure out what the harrowing event is, I, I at least to me, what naturally seems like it's kind of starting to connect all of these is some sort of evil in some way that either this character is trying to control and like help grow their own strength from or something they're fighting against and wants to try and take out of the world. So I think that's your role. This is my character, Jake, before you start making any decisions. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm going to try my best to not make decisions, but you tell them, but offer questions and just, and give you things to try and think about that. I will want you to make decisions on. Um, oh, so. I'm fully ready to make impulsive decisions today. All right. Well, I like it. Then the <laughs> hence you being here, right? <laughs> this was an impulsive decision. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. So, anyways, now when looking at the other things um, in here, I'm just going to delete these. Sorry. What? 
I don't, UTF was that actually is what those, I those were. So th- this was the first time that I used your little template thing, Nate. <laughs> and those were left yeah. over in the template from when you made John Doe or whatever. Okay. You know what? That's fair. <laughs> I'll own that. And I'm so proud of you. And I'll make sure that doesn't happen again. Did I use your template? No. <laughs> I'm proud that you used my template yeah. and I'll own that there was a mistake okay. in it. And I'll make sure that that's not yeah. going to be there anymore. But the one thing I did bring up to her as well is this idea of us potentially being able to bring other things to roll on. And so I can tell I, I, I talked to her about the dark gift thing. I don't know if we want to do that. Is that something you were still looking at? That was like those little things. Remember? I mean, let's, were more I'm up things. to be honest. Don't talk to her. Talk to your mic. I'm sorry. That's um, my last warning. Oh, no. I'm going to be in trouble. Or else I've got to get the ruler out. Um, no. Uh, I am I'm up for all of it. So if we want to put it, then. it. Fuck it. Do you want to roll on it? Yeah, I want to roll on it. Okay. Leave this shit up to chance. Can I okay. curse? Yeah, you can, you can fucking. Oh, yeah. You, fucking, you can yeah. fucking fucking swear all over the fucking fuck. Um, okay. So then to that extent. What I would say is, do we want to roll on that first, and do we just want to roll on all of them, even like because we've used some of them before? But I, th- I think we can still use the ones that we've used before and still have fun with them. Yeah, we've used them before. She hasn't. That's true. Okay, so do I pick a gift first, and then I? Roll? Um, no, no, no. So what we're gonna do is, how many dark gifts are there? Uh, we have one, uh, two, three, four, five, six. Wait, no, that's six, seven, eight. So there's eight. So we have a D8 right here. Well, here, these are several D8s. You can choose any one of these three that you would like and then roll in here. And so we're going to just go, they're in alphabetical order, I believe. So whatever number you roll is the one we will end up using for your character. Okay. I am going to pick the green one. Oh, that's the Nate. That's the dice that Nate bought I'm me. Show so. it to Ooh, they can't really. It's, just, okay. it's a podcast. This is the podcast. It's an audio format right now. Mainly, okay, so. well, <laughs> to all our viewers out there, it's a green die. With- it's the Keylift die um, from. We don't have to describe the dice every time, but we can do it. We can do it here. It's the Keylift dice from the Critical Role dice set from Campaign One. I'm so happy you picked that one. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna roll it. It's a lot of a lot of pressure on this I'm roll. Rolling it. Here you go. Here's your There's dark no gift. Pressure. So much pressure. What's going to happen? Nobody's going to use this character? No. Shame on them. Three. Three. Okay, you rolled a three. I got a three. Ooh, bump the desk. I'm sorry. Um, so uh, one, two, three. I believe that's Living Shadow, if I'm looking at this correctly, right? Because Echoing Soul was one. Gathering Whispers is two. And then Living Shadow is three. Yes. So, Living Shadow, do you want to read this? Yes, I can. The shadow you cast is animate and ever-present even when lighting conditions would otherwise prevent it. Your shadow occasionally moves out of sync with you. Sometimes it appears to be undertaking random but mundane tasks, while other times it acts out your darker impulses, threatening or even attacking other shadows. With effort, you can bend this shadow puppetry to your will. Yep. Roll on or choose an option from the shadow quirk table. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. So if you you want to add a little shadow quirk... um to this but what you a little flavor to it yeah what you do get with it though is you get to use mage hand as a cantrip um which is just what a little a like uh that's game stuff it's, we don't gotta go into I'm that saying, okay okay i just want her to know it's a thing she could do you can cast a little spell where you're you can have an invisible hand do something for you essentially mm-hmm. um shadow strike when you make a melee your shadow can attack for you as well essentially however ominous will immediately after you use an attack roll ability check 
uh, and roll a one, your shadow exerts its will um, and might assist or hinder those around you. Uh, so yeah. essentially, your, your shadow is just chaotic <laughs> as fuck and just does whatever it wants. So when you roll in that one, it just means your shadow can fuck you over or those around you in some way, if it wants to, which essentially just means you leave it up to the DM and the DM will, it's, it's a fun thing for them to play with and decide what, what happens with it. Not if the DM doesn't like you. Yeah. But, but yeah, just to, just to um, reiterate for your thought process, Liz, that, that those three things are heavy, like actually in the game playing stuff. Sure. So while they're good to know, they're not, not necessarily important in like what we're doing here. Yeah. So yeah, it's okay. just, but yeah, I just more so meant it's like a fun thing to try. And All right. So now I just grab one of these. Well, so now for, for the D6 quirk, Yes, if you would like to roll on that. I'm going to have, I think, Nate, just have her roll all of, the whole episode, right? That's fine. Yeah. She can roll the whole time she wants. Okay. So, yeah, you see the numbers that line up with I, yep, them? I see them all. Cool. Who is six? six. What would you get? There is a slight but noticeable delay between my movement, my movements and those of my shadow. <laughs> I nice. like that. I have, like, a little stupid shadow. <laughs> it's just my a little My little stupid slow. shadow just does whatever it wants, it's just and a... then it's like, ooh. What are you doing? Wait, gotta catch up. Gotta catch up. <laughs> it lags behind just a little bit. Okay, cool. So nice. So that's fun. And then now we can get into the rolling of the background stuff for the personality. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do, this is the best part. So the first question I'll ask is, do we want to roll on the harrowing event right off the bat and see what this what it kind of is? Or do we want to get through everything, see if there's something that you're feeling like could be a fun like thing that we make up as the like thing that is haunting you? Or... Do you want to roll on it now? What's more fun I, I, for the group? Just to, so Nathan's not fun, and uh, <laughs> Nathan usually either skips this entirely or waits until the end. Okay, so let's wait until the end because Nathan's right. not fun. That is true. Okay, it's all we facts. We don't want to make him less fun. That's true. We don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that that's been established. <laughs> this podcast works. I can only, based I can on only imagine. I can only imagine based. I can only imagine the behind the scenes conversations they had about Nathan's mood and temperament. <laughs> what? <laughs> like right now, Liz. Now, like sometimes he might get a little angry. We've got to feed him, and just you know, just Pat yes and what he bad. says, make him happy. Yes and, and you know, just we'll all be better for I'm it. I'm gonna no but you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so then we'll go right into personality traits, which is a D8, which is these bad boys again okay. that you can choose from. Somewhere over here. And for the listeners, I'm putting, at- uh, I'm putting five energy out there. Five energy, okay. Very quickly, and for the listeners at home, I'm picking a bright purple D8. Oh, jeez. <laughs> this is my ASMR. <laughs> okay, rolling. What'd you get? I can't tell. I think I got a... It was a five. I got a five. So you got, ah, got what you wanted. I did Nate. it. Uh, Nate, do you want to read this one out? Since it was oh, one I love this. It's so perfect. Sure. I don't talk about the things that torments me. I'd rather not burden others with my curse. Ooh, wow. That's perfect. Ah. Oh. Okay. Well, let's just keep rolling. Uh, let's go to the D6 now. So again, from the square boys. Square boys. Are you going down or right? Uh, to the right. Ideals. We're doing ideals next. Okay. Three. Greater good. I kill monsters to make the world a safer place and to exercise my own demons. Ooh. Wow. This is really like. You? Specific. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay, ouch. (laughs) Let's. Okay, everybody. So we thought this was a D&D podcast, but really we're going to be rehashing my trauma. Well, okay. Yeah, that's typically what it is, to be honest. All the best characters are a part of yourself that you put out there and you role play through. So. Yeah. All of my characters' dads yell at them all the time. I mean, it's totally normal. 
Oh wait, should I should I kill my mom off and okay. all the characters I play? Easy Disney. Oh, <laughs> yikes. Um, let's go to Bonds now. We got another D six, so feel just free. Bambi, trip. just a little Bambi. No mom. No, no, no. Just I moved it. Are you just using the same one? You just want to use just that one? That's fine. okay. No, it's no, okay. you can't. No, now okay. I feel the need to change it. I just it. I have all these different dice. If you lose at home, I'm being forced to change another die. <laughs> I'm using a blue one now. With gold numbering. I like that blue one. Five. All right. Oh, here you go. Oh, can I read this one? Yeah, go ahead. There's evil in me. I can feel it. It must never be set free. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, That's creepy. <laughs> that fits, though, with the blood. That is stuff. actually how I feel. Oh, wow. I right. was telling somebody the other night that, like, I could start a cult. <laughs> <laughs> Like I was there for this conversation, but for the but for whatever reason, something prevents me from doing it. Like it just feels like just a little too much work. But I am fully yeah. capable of starting a cult. <laughs> I mean, I think all Charles Manson did was play a couple songs on the guitar and get some kids high, <laughs> and then you know five people were murdered. So it sounds like minimal effort. <laughs> oh, jeez. I oh. literally think that I have created the character of Chucky, like Child's Play Chucky. We'll see. Maybe. <laughs> Let's see what the flaw is here for, for your, okay. your character. Okay, another D6. Yep, another D6. You can use any... I don't, you, can, you can use the same one. That's fine. No one at home no, knows. I'm it's just me. a different one. This is obvious. That one's very hard to read. Cool. Um, I'm, it's an ice dice. I have an ice dice in my hand. It's clear it's blue. Ice dice, baby. Da, na, 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 na. <laughs> Four. Oh, well, you could see that. I have an addiction. <laughs> ah, yeah. The shortest. One, just okay. What well, kind of? I just want to say for I, the record. I make, do I get to choose the addiction, or sure. is it, is it nope. something that the DM has to? No, 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 no. It's well, your I'll character. get there later. Then. Yeah, that's that's a choice for you. I just want to say for the record that I didn't verbally speak all of these, so you can say I'm full of shit. But I guessed three of these. Oh wow! Wow, proud of you. That was that's okay, good. Then. Did you get this? In like that's the energy you were putting out there, and you wanted. Yeah, in my head. Which, again, Which ones did you could want? Be like, um, addiction was the one I was looking at. Okay. Um, I also I called out the personality traits. You know about that one, yeah. and then um, greater good was the one I was eyeing before oh, you really? rolled. Nice. Yeah. There we go. All right. Well, now we get to roll four d six. Okay. Can we roll these? I want to roll. Okay. I want to roll. Nathan, you and Liz can roll back and forth. No, Nate, no, you can Nate, roll the Nathan strength. Nathan, do all of it. It's no, fine. don't do all of it. You've already, you've already been very clear about the dice that I can and can't use. Okay. Jake, and no, I, would rather... I don't want to roll all of them. Yeah, you two alternate That's too back much and forth. Control. Okay. Nate, you roll strength. You roll your four d six. Yay! And then you choose four d six to roll. Holy shit! <laughs> She's strong. I rolled a six, a six, a four, and a two. So four. Wait, sixteen. Sixteen. Sixteen strength. Yeah. Okay, so then I roll four. Yes, now roll four of those. And then we're going to take away the smallest one, and that is going to be your dex stat. Oh. What'd you get? Ooh, those are two ones in there. Yeah, five, three, one, one. Ooh, you got a nine dex. That's okay, she's got Yikes. an addiction. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it honestly makes sense. So, for the. Oh, I guess we should explain this because Liz has never played. Um, well. Do you want to just continue the rolling, and then I, at the end we can read like one of the charts or whatever? But I just want to at least let her know that. So for each one of these stats, the base like normal average human is ten. Oh, so that's like you, ten, 10 means baseline normal average. Okay, Whereas, so she's a little less than normal. Yes, a little klutzy is all it means. But yes, so we can go into it more this afterwards. This character is me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Nathan, roll the constitution. <laughs> constitution. I rolled a six, a six, a three, and a one. Your dice are loaded, bro. So like so, that's fifteen. 
And what, this is constitution? Yeah, you're rolling intelligence now. Oh, God. She rolled the constitution. You need a good con because you're constantly cutting your wrists and blacking your eyes. I got a six and three ones. Oh, Jesus. Wow. (laughs) And she's stupid. This is me. You got an eight intelligence. Holy shit. But don't I get it like something to add to it? Yeah, there there are ads from from, um, Halfling. All right, wisdom. I rolled a six, a six, a four, and a two. The fuck? I rolled another sixteen. <laughs> like, yeah, you can switch up the dice however you'd like. You just need four. Of them. I don't know how I did that. I almost rolled you're, three sixteen. Wait, dice. how am I stupid? But I also have a lot of wisdom. Well, we'll get into the difference between. Okay, them. okay, okay, yeah. okay. And so now I'm doing charisma. charisma. Yes, your charisma. Oh, that's well. That's another one in there. Is that a one as well? Uh, yeah, it's a one. Two. Oh my god. You hold so But bad. I will say everything that I have um everything that I've well, rolled low on is I feel like things that somebody with an addiction would probably okay. not be good well, at. Well, she rolled a four, two, one, one. So this is a six seven charisma. I mean, I feel like people who have addictions need to talk their family into giving them money for the addictions. Their charisma's actually probably pretty good. But not this one. Well, so let's see. When we go to Halfling, she gets a plus two to Dexterity. So that helps there. Okay. So that goes up. And then from Ghostwise, you get a plus one to Wisdom. Ah. So. so nice. Stupid. Yeah. So now, um, Liz, I'm going to do two separate um, ways to explain to you how your stats work. Okay? Okay. I'm, I'm going to take this segment over. Because I feel like I've not been talking very much, which is okay. I'm just low key bitter about it. Um, <laughs> so, here's how you describe like the stats in the form of a tomato. Okay, so strength is being able to crush a tomato. Dexterity is being able to dodge a tomato. Constitution is being able to eat a bad tomato. Intelligence is knowing that tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is knowing not to put a tomato in a fruit salad. And then charisma is being able to sell a tomato-based fruit salad. Oh, my God. That so was kind amazing. Of those... Yeah. 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 <laughs> Did you come up and with then this? Some... No. 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 It's no, from no, the no, internet. No. He's... God, no. God. We should thank just say you that. so much for that, though. <laughs> I was about to be like... Nate, you are the smartest person I've ever met in my okay. life. Oh, that's and the I last, only have an intelligence of true. eight. So. <laughs> <laughs> so that means so much. It's uh, And then there's one more thing. I'm just going to give you more. Um, here it is. One moment, please. Do, do, please hold. Do we want to pull okay, up the, so, the, like. I've got it. Okay. Yep. I don't know if you're pulling it up on your I, I will. Or not, but I will. I've got it so on my iPad. Um, all right, cool. So we've got your stats, right? So here's what your stats mean based off of this list that jake also has for stream and is in front of you so you can read at your own leisure as well and as a reminder but with a strength being 16 that means that you can carry heavy objects with one arm and Um, and you get a a dexterity to your rolls what you get a plus three to rolls with strength who does with a 16 it's a plus three no i'm saying oh i'm sorry the modifier the modifier is three you lost me for a second but i'm back I'm back. <laughs> your dexterity is 11, which means you're capable of usually catching a small toss object. I was really hoping I would have usually. an 8 to 9 because it's like somewhat slow, occasionally trips over her own feet, which just lines up with what my shadow does. <laughs> like yeah. both then me and my shadow are even slightly like, slower. Yeah. <laughs> me and my shadow are both fucked yeah. up. Constantly look drunk. 
Um, and then the Constitution, which is actually really good to be good for this for the yeah. Blood Hunter, um, is able to Wait. labor for twelve right. hours most days. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Are they right? Right? You're throwing me off. I I, little, uh, uh, I just uh, didn't know what number. Say the number so I can highlight it. Didn't I say fifteen? I didn't hear it there. Oh, sorry. Okay. Well, intelligence is eight. Thank you. Six, seven, eight, nine. That's why I was afraid. Eight. Has trouble following trains of thought, forgets most unimportant things. So just pretend to be Jake. Woof. Um, <laughs> I'm right here. <laughs> uh, wisdom. Your wisdom is 17. So you can read people and situations fairly well. I can so your also character read knows their minds. Motherfucker. Well, no, no you can, can talk to them, right? Minds. Never mind. <laughs> a little different. Yeah. Um, and then charisma of seven. Yikes. I don't know how to say this word. Ter- you're terribly reticent. Uninteresting or rude. Ah, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a negative two, though. That's like, oh. What does that? What does negative two mean? So, so what happens now is when you put these into a sheet, you'll get a modifier out of each one of them. And again, like we were saying, based on where's the useful link? Sorry. So based on it, ten is zero. The modifier is right here. So ten means average, and you don't get to add or subtract anything to it. Because how these roles will play into playing the game and role playing is these will affect certain things you try to do. So wisdom has to do with like perception. And so if you're like, okay, I walk into a room and I want to find the shadiest looking guy in the room. It's like, okay, the DMs can tell you, roll a perception check. So what that does is it brings in the random number of it where you roll a D20. And so then you add on to it whatever your wisdom is. And this is essentially like your life experience, what you've been through means it's how it affects what you're doing here. So if you're at a zero, it means you're average like any other person. But if you're very good and you have like a 16, you get to add a plus three to it, which then means you're better at doing those things in that moment. So each one of these skills will relate to, or each one of these like stats will relate to different skills you have that in the moment, your life experiences will inform what you're trying to do there a little bit. So for you, when looking at yours, you have a very high wisdom and very high strength. So that means you would want to lean into those things, whereas then you have a very low charisma and intelligence, which just means you probably I like that I can read people very well, but I also don't know how to talk to them. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's that's I mean and that and that's what this That woman looks sad. What the fuck is your problem? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. How many times I've wanted to ask people that question? (laughs) And you know why I want to ask that question though? Because their sadness affects me. I'm like, I really want you to not be doing that anymore. (laughs) Can you can you just stop? Can you, not, can you stop being sad? Any sadness somewhere else? <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to pull up the skills um, for each, like, yeah, here we go, for fifth edition. Sorry, I just want to look at them so you kind of know a little bit more. So, like, strength mainly goes to athletics checks, decks, you know, sleight of hand, stealing stuff, stealthing around, or acrobatics checks. Intelligence is arcana, which is magic and, like, your history of the world if you're trying to investigate something general nature things what you know about religion so what you're really good at as wisdom is interacting with animals insight meaning being able to read other people medicine is like you know pretty straightforward with sickness of people again perception what's going on around you and survival being like tracking or being out in the woods in some way and then again you're very bad at deception intimidating people doing a performance or persuading them so don't put this so no yelling at drunk guys in bars (laughs) we didn't with this character (laughs) I mean, you know she's that's got the, the first thing I'm going to do just to see what happens. <laughs> she's got the strength to back it up, though. Um, yeah. But okay, so do we want to do a quick recap then right now? 
so are we going to recap? Say, I think for okay. this, just very quickly, I think the addiction should be drinking because we're going to be sure. role playing in a bar. Sure. I mean, yeah, it, it can be anything, and that's the thing too. Is like it's it's easy enough to figure out. I mean, there's plenty of times where that's the flaw for people. The addiction, you know, you know, the addiction based on the darkness and broodingness of this character could be adrenaline. So you could be addicted to confrontation. You could be addicted to, um, I mean, I'm going to say this casually just because I don't know how to say it. Blood hunters, self-harm. You could be addicted to Mm self-harm, the adrenaline from that. I I don't love that one. Um, Yeah, I don't love it either since I danced around the word. You know, I'm going to say this. Don't want to. That's where I think we we should get into and at least try and figure, because I was talking to her about this a little bit yesterday. I was like, and there's ways to do blood hunters without self-harm. You just need the blood. I'm not way. saying I'm not saying that like I I'm opposed to it blood hunting in one way or the other um whether it's like a self-harm or if it's not but I I am saying that like I don't like the addiction to be self-harm. Yeah. That just feels like okay, it takes okay, gotcha, it a little gotcha. too far yeah. in one direction sure. where I think Addressing well, it in just a kind of simple way. So well, I was just using that as a, another way to get adrenaline, really. Not right. not that the, not that self harm would be the addiction, just a, an aspect of the adrenaline. I do, yeah. I do addiction. kind of like the adrenaline addiction, and yeah. I. The one reason I thought drinking though was because the dexterity, the intelligence, the intelligence, and the charisma are so low that having a, yeah. a, a, like a substance abuse problem tends to make the most sense. That works for me. I was just throwing out another op- yeah. uh, well, different idea for you to think about. Yeah. And I definitely think as we go through this, because we still need to figure out what the event is and what the what is haunting this character, right? Um, yeah. So as we go through that, that that could be something we tie to that um, as we well. We should probably so. do a harrowing event, though, because nothing's totally sticking. Well, let, let, uh, Nathan, do you want to recap this, or do you want me to kind of recap it, and then we can kind of from there see where we want to start? I'll recap it. Okay. This week, our special guest, Liz, brought three predetermined characteristics with her to this show. She wrote the background of the Haunted One, class of Bloodhunter, and the race of Halfling with the Ghostwise subrace. We then rolled on a dark gift that this character has been given or has, and we got Living Shadow. Then we rolled on everything else, um, words... We rolled in everything else regarding the Haunted One background. We got the personality traits of, I don't talk about the thing that torments me. I'd rather not burden others with my curse. I deal greater good. I kill monsters to make the world a safer place. And to exercise my own demons comes with a good alignment. Bond, there's evil in me. I can feel it. It must never be set free. Flaw, I have an addiction, which we decided is drinking. Stats 16, Dex 11, Con 15, Intelligence 8, Wisdom 17, and a Charisma of 7. That's the spookiest part about this is the charisma is so low. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> well, and that's the thing, too. is what, Who is going to play this character? But see, the thing, and what we often do for these characters is we tell people that they could use stats however they like. Because there's a lot of different ways DMs will encourage players to do stats there's a point by system where you start with everything at eight and then you get 27 points you can add in however you'd like um and as well there's different ways to roll and yeah so there's a lot of different ways you can go around the stats plus within this game you're not stuck with these stats forever there's things you can do within the game as you level up to improve your stats so if, if charisma is something you wanted to improve on which i would suggest because even just bumping up to an eight makes it only a negative one instead of a negative two um be better, but yeah. So there's, there's um, ways to work on that. Is uh, my, my quick question 
it's not important, but it, it, with the stats we have, do we even have a functioning blood hunter? What are its main so, stats? Good question. Um, ba ba da ba. I'm just I'm just curious. Is a con? Con looks like it's a main con, one. Con is a main one because you want to have high health. Um, I'm looking at Hunter's Bane. How do they, I'm trying to see? Ooh, so their DC is their intelligence modifier for uh, saves on their attacks. So it's eight plus your proficiency bonus plus your intelligence modifier. So it's not that it's not functioning. It's just that with it being a negative one, you're rating to start with a rather low um, save. Um, yeah, uh, D&D Beyond says the primary ability is strength or dexterity. So we've got a good strength at least, but then it says and intelligence. So you're good in one and lacking yeah, in the other but, for an actual like taking this character into right. a real game. But scenario. what also what we, we can look at doing here is this is where we can look at the orders, right? And look and see, okay, what, what do these orders have that maybe lean more on strength and or wisdom than um, so much intelligence? Which one of these have less of a, a spell-based like lots of saves to be made. Um, so for when I'm looking at the order of ghost slayer, beginning at third level, your ancient order teaches you advanced mastery over blood curses. You gain an additional use of your blood maledict feature. In addition, your blood curses can target a creature, whether it has blood or not. Oh, that's interesting. Did, are there cre- living creatures out there that don't have blood? Ghosts. Literally. Like, Actual like zombies, <laughs> zombies, skeletons. Um, oh my god, I didn't even think of all these. <laughs> um, well, let's so let to to your point. I think so I think that is kind of like interesting to think about um, what the blood maledict is for anyone that's not familiar. Because blood hunter is a relatively new class. Um, it says at first level you gain the ability to channel and sometimes sacrifice a part of your vital essence to curse and manipulate creatures through hemocraft magic. You gain one blood curse of your choice. You learn one additional blood curse of your choice. Um, and you can choose blood curses you know and replace it with other blood curses at different levels. Um, when you use your blood... It sounds like real combat kind it is, of stuff. But, but I think the main thing I just want to get at is like this will affect how this person carries themselves if they like interact with potentially somebody they see dangerous. Because like... I'm just trying to think what they would do to initiate stuff like that. Um, Blood Maledict, you can choose to invoke the curse. I'm just trying to look and see what... Because what, I've never played a Blood Hunter. Use a number of hit points equal to the die, blah, blah, blah. What are the actual Maledicts? Where are those at? Um, so right. it's just the curses. It's the curses, the blood curses. Yeah, where are those? I don't know. There's a hyperlink. Oh. Which probably makes us buy the book or buy something. Nope, here we go. Blood curses. Cool. So Ooh, wait, let me read them. Can I read them? Yeah. So just read the titles. Blood curse of bloated agony. I had to read that one first. Okay. Bloated agony. <laughs> blood curse of the anxious. Blood curse of binding. Blood curse of corrosion. Blood curse of the exorcist. Perfect. Oh. Blood curse of exposure. Blood curse of the eyeless. I read all those. Okay. Blood Curse of the Fallen Puppet, Blood Curse of the Howl, Blood Curse of the Marked. Oh, jeez. Blood Curse of the Muddled Mind, Blood Curse of the Soul Eater. Okay. So just to get an idea of what some of these are, for the first one, Blood Curse of the Anxious, that's a bonus action. You magnify the adrenaline in the body of a creature within 30 feet of you, making it susceptible, making them susceptible to forceful influence. Right. Okay. Until the end of your next turn, all creatures have advantage on charisma intimidation checks. 
directed at that targeted creature. So essentially, like, so there's things you can do to so hurt. Could other... I could I do that and then it would help boost my charisma in a way because what it would mean is you can roll two d20s when trying to intimidate them. So that's not a combat thing, right? So that means she knows that she can make herself a little bit more intimidating against a creature. What is this one? Uh, Thirty feet, no more than one size larger than you make a strength saving throw or so there's the blood curse of the binding. She can reduce someone's speed to zero um, around them. So like not all of these are strictly combat based. So essentially with this, her save is going to be rather low on this in the, in the beginning because with her intelligence of eight, but that kind of, again, for a starting place isn't bad because it means she can try and build her intelligence and learn more about this craft. Yeah, read a book. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> but yeah, she's got a fuck. stupid shadow, and she's stupid, and they don't know how to read. Her and her shadow don't know how to read. What? They're too busy drinking <laughs> and doing blood magic on the streets. So, but what I think <laughs> to that, get another drink. I know. Th- I sure don't know how to read, but I know the government pregnancy warning by heart. <laughs> on the bottle, on the alcohol. Yeah. The the thing I, I what I would say though is what this does tell us is that whatever this harrowing event or the thing that's haunting her and following her is probably relatively new, and in some way could tie to this blood magic, right? Because she, she is wanting to learn it and get better at it, in 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 some way. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So so what do sure. we do? So what do I do now? So this is where we start trying to piece together what we have to figure out where they came from, what they want, and. And so there's nothing less left I have to roll so on except maybe a harrowing event. The harrowing event would be the last thing or unless – so what we – what I, I can roll on the harrowing event. Okay. I would say because I could pose the question of what do you think could be a, a horrifying event that would happen that would lead to this person realizing that they could do blood magic, affect their shadow, and make them want to drink a bunch? Because that that was what I feel like – I want to roll. Okay. Then let's roll Because I'm not going to be able to come so, up with something. I mean I, I, I'm capable of it I yeah. believe. Well, but this but I'd rather a have a, a starting place. Okay, so, so this is a D10. Nathan, did you read through any of these and have any? Um, uh, That's fine. It doesn't matter if you did. You don't have to. No. I don't want to stress you out. And if I don't Where like the it, then I? I'll make one up. We're, we're on backgrounds. Oh, I found it. I was in the Blood Hunter. Seven. Seven. A hag kidnapped and raised you. You escaped, but the hag still has a magical hold over you and fills your mind with evil thoughts. And that could be why she's able to communicate with people. Yeah. <laughs> nice. So that's kind of fun. And I think this hag taught me blood magic. Yeah. Yeah. But she probably taught it to you in a way that maybe is why you're not amazing at it. Right? Yeah. Like she probably like like you probably were affected by it. She used it against you. And you and, and she almost kind of like in some way didn't want you to get good at it because that's how yeah. she kept she, you. Like she probably she did a blood me. transfusion. I, and put a bunch of dirty blood in you. I wonder if there was a part of her that like used my blood in her, yeah. like in her rituals, and so I picked I picked up on things and how to do them, but I really don't have any clue. Yeah, yeah. There we go. I was thinking along those lines too. I like that a lot. Very cool. Um, did you bring that in, Nate? Did you want to have that come over? Bring what in? I'm sorry. The herring event thing. <laughs> yes, I I brought it over to the, the sheet. Yep. And from here now, I think what we want to do is, so we know she was kidnapped, right? Mm-hmm. What do we think that means then for her family? Like, do we, what do you think her relationship was where she was originally growing up? And what age do we think she was kidnapped at? Okay, so well, we're looking at probably 
we're looking at a halfling, right? So I imagine it was a very like hobbity like family. Mm-hmm. It's a very sweet little family, okay. right? Original. <laughs> the original Hobbit it's family. It's you fine. know what I'm saying? You know what mm-hmm. I'm putting down? Classic Bagginsons. <laughs> Classic Baggins. Um <laughs> and so I imagine she was so I'm fluctuating between having her kidnapped as like a baby or having her kidnapped in like that in like that early adolescence. Like sure. Maybe like just pre as like a preteen almost. Well, I guess the question I would ask then is, do you want it to be something where she knew that she has a family out there or she just grew up always thinking this hag was her mother? Because that's kind of like Tangled, right? Where like Tangled, she was taken as a kid and assumed the witch that took her was her mother. And that relationship is different than one where. Uh, Okay, so I'm going to go with early adolescence. I want her to remember her family and I want her to be so fucked up from all of this stuff that she refuses to even find them. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Like, so would you say maybe something that pops into my head is, would you say that maybe, um, the, your character broke a rule that was given to her? Like maybe like, don't go too far into the woods. Mm-hmm. And like, there's that, there's that regret the there. That they didn't listen. And I went through all this shit down the street and she didn't listen. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure she's now, not She that does bad. blood magic and has a drinking problem. Classic. <laughs> yeah. And she can't face her parents. Cause you Classic know, Hobbit story. No, I, I yeah. I'm sure it was something like that, but I'm saying, uh, more so. Yes. Yeah, she did break a rule. And that is why the hag was able to kidnap her. But she doesn't want okay. to not go back because she broke that rule. Mm-hmm. She finds herself unable to go back because of all of the things that she has done now. Okay. All of the bad things. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. And she's trying to find a way to be good with the tools that were given to her and, and the things that she knows. Okay. So, so then when we go to this idea of I kill monsters to make a world a safer place and exercise my own demons, that's this idea of like, I want to be good enough to eventually go back mm-hmm. to my family in some way. And, and there's like a, pen, a penance, right, that she's trying to pay. A penance, exactly. So what I think then could be fun here is, and I'll throw out the question of, do you think there's something she helped the hag do that brought in some monsters to the world that she is now trying to go against. Yes. So what could be fun with that? So again, now I'm looking at the the different orders of the blood hunter, the profane soul. It says, uh, uh, you use Wait, hang on. Those who have taken the order of the profane soul have seen the limits of Hemocraft against some of the most ancient and cruel fiends and terrors of the world. Unable to pursue Beings of such power, creatures able to vanish amongst the nobles without a trace or bend minds. Oh, this is the vampires thing. This is not the one I thought it was. I was trying to find like a specific type of thing that she hunts down in some way. Um, like it could be like fiends, like specifically, like I'm trying to find and, and kill, you know, specifically fiends. Um, the process of Hunter's Bane is a painful, scarring, and sometimes fatal experience. Those that survive find themselves inevitably changed and enhanced. Some found... This experience exhilarating, embracing the ability to alter one's own physiology to combine. Uh, it's not necessarily this either. Over generations of experimentation or s- a splintering order of blood hunters emerged. Um, no. 
Maybe it's Ghost Slayer, the one we were originally reading. I like Ghost Slayer. Because it, it, it could just be that she's... And again, we don't need to fully define this here. These just kind of give you like who you're going after. So the Order of Ghost Slayer is the oldest of the orders, having originally de- rediscovered the secrets of blood magic and redefined them for combat against the scourge of the undeath. So Ghost Slayers seek out and study the moment of death, observing it over the mysteries and transitions and how... Obsessing. Sorry. Obsessing over the mysteries of the transition and how... It, can become corrupted by unholy powers to rise once more, turning their abilities to annihilate such abominations. These zombies, or these, sorry, these tuning, no, these zealous blood hunters seek out uh, sources of such uh, necromantic energies, um, intent on destroying wherever they arise. Yeah. So that could be this hag could just be like bringing things back from the dead in in some way and just creating these zombies or these different scourges that are going out there. I that feel she like wants it would be cool against. if this. This hag, right, knew that little halfling um, <laughs> could like telepathically communicate. Right. And so she had, she kidnapped this little girl and forced her to telepathically communicate with people, pretending to be someone or something, telling them, like, follow me, follow me, follow me. So this hag could kill them and then bring them back. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. So she essentially nice. became like her, uh, um, Siren. Yeah. In a way. She mm-hmm. used her as this way to lure people into their death. And and that what what could be fun with that is again, so when we're going back to this moment of her being an adolescence that broke some rule, do we think she was like your angsty adolescence that was like, I whatever, I don't like you guys anyways. I can do whatever I want. And she in some way tried to find something to break rules against, or was it just like just happened to her and she was like, Oh geez, now I'm here. I mean, I guess it's, it's, it's a small little thing, but it's I, just... I imagine it was just like an accidental okay. rule break. Okay. So, and, and I, I like that idea that the hag could kind of sense in her that she had this ability. I like, I mean, cause that's the thing too, is when you go into ghost wise halflings, like all, all these different halflings kind of will get to like, Oh, where they're from originally or what they do. And like the different like abilities they have. If, if I'm the DM in this world, it could even just be like, Oh, ghost wise halflings, you know, are like a, a a thing that occasionally happened in halfling families or households. They're not very common, but they're a thing that, yeah, occasionally throughout history, there's been halflings that can telepathically communicate, but halflings are generally such nice people and general things. It's never really an issue, but this hag knowing that as well found one, well, maybe she was seeking like, out imagine something. You're like a little that. kid who's just broadcasting her thoughts to the closest person who can listen. Like maybe the hag heard her one day. Yeah. You know, if you don't have full control over it, then you're just like... But I do like that that's tied to this harrowing event. And and so, cool. So now I think that's a good job of us defining how you found this hag and how this became like an experience of where you're at. Now I think we need to get to that last part of the herring event. Where did you put the herring event? Oh, here it is. Uh, Right under the background. You escaped, but the hag still has a magical hold over you and fills your mind with evil thoughts. So... For the you escaped, do we think it's something that she was ever like willingly like, oh, okay, I'm here and this is fine that I am partaking in this? Or do you think she was trying to escape the whole time and then eventually just was able to do it? I think she couldn't escape the entire time. Okay. I think there was a part of her that then became okay with it and sure. like understood this is what I do now. Uh-huh. Um, mm. There was an acceptance of her fate. What if, I mean, Stockholm syndrome, I was even gonna say, what if there's a gaslighting thing where the hags like you have this power 
you have this thing. This is what you're supposed to be doing with yeah. it. I am helping you to find your purpose. Like you're different than all the other halflings back there and blah, blah, blah. Like you're helping me. And like, she could even make it where it's like these undead, like we're, they can never die now. They're here forever. You're giving them something. We're able to help them. Like, like and, and so like, she thinks she's doing something that since she can communicate with other people, maybe she always felt a little different and didn't like telling people this. And this hag was the first person that's like, no, 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 no. This is what it is supposed to be used for. And mm-hmm. through that, it's this, it's kind of like taking this, the special part of her and corrupting it and making her feel like this is the only thing it can be used for. And then eventually her growth as a character could be realizing, wait, no, this is my ability. I can use it for whatever mm-hmm. I want to, not what other people are telling me I should. So that would I be- was going to think that like the hag ended up luring in my halfling's like sister or something. Oh, do you want to do that? Ooh. And then... And she had not seen her sister in 10 years, so she had no clue that it was her sister. Okay. Until it rose back up and she There's a necklace. There was a necklace. No, there could like a necklace or a locket or something. Yeah. So what what, what I think you're then, what's interesting there is what you're kind of uh, presenting is, so do you think she was with this hag for 10 years, for a decade? Yeah. Okay. Doing stuff like this. Mm -hmm. And the other thing I'll say is hags at least when I think of like your stereotypical, like, Oh, uh, uh, cliche hag, they live in a swamp. They have their one hut. They do their magic and everything there. But what could be interesting for this hag? And if we wanted to, she could be like a traveling gypsy like thing that just goes around in this caravan that came through town, heard you kidnapped you and left. And then you're yeah, not so really now aware. we're getting into, I think it was like the sequel to the shining by Stephen King, where they, <laughs> Oh, this that group roaming. of gypsies like kidnap <laughs> children who have something called Doctor the Sleep or whatever. Yeah, yeah Doctor Sleep. So Dr. now Sleep, we're stealing yeah. the plot of Doctor we? Sleep. Okay, well, I'm, but I'm just saying, like, she, she, maybe she doesn't have it though, right? Maybe she, she can't do it. But she, when she felt yours, she saw it as a tool. Maybe the thing, maybe she kidnaps different young creatures or humanoid figures sure. that have some weird little little psionic or. I don't think she goes around doing that. I think she found one and it was an opportune moment. Sure. Because I think if there were more than one, my yeah, yeah. character probably wouldn't have stayed as long, just right. realistically. So, but but I think that what this speaks to is this could be somebody that's been doing this for a very long time and always needs assistance. She always needs somebody in some way because she is the hag. Like she can do, do so you much. you want to write the character of no, the hag? No, I'm just asking. <laughs> like it's it's more of this idea of like with the sister thing, and once she leaves, I'm trying. I'm getting to... really into a hag. It's just a hag. Yeah, you you give Jake an inch, and that motherfucker's like, "How can I make this three miles long?" Well, because I'm at, I, I as the DM. I'm holding this stupid if... microphone. I just hit my mouth with it. I'm sorry, babe. I would have better stuff. You're doing great. My, oh. my tooth is missing now. Full circle. Oh. My tooth is missing. <laughs> yeah. Do you like yourself a little better now? You got some more character. Yeah. Missing teeth. Um. Well, I was just trying to get to the, the idea of the hag still has magical power over you. And if I'm the DM, I would like to play with that hag in some way and what that is that she's trying to get you back. Or is it that she's now using you in some way out in the world to do something? Like these evil thoughts that she can fill your mind with, what are they? Is it come I back to me? Or is it I, I know it says um, that she fills my mind with evil thoughts. What I actually think she's filling my mind with, and this goes back to our little like haunted one. Sure. Um, and like, what was it? It was like, 
uh, maybe it is just the haunted one. I think these these thoughts are like she has found a way to get the souls of the people we killed mm-hmm. to speak to me in some capacity. And so cool. I'm hearing their thoughts in my head all the time. So you see dead people. I don't see them. <laughs> no, I'm people. hearing them. So, so like she's projecting ooh. it onto me. And that's the thing that's, those are the evil thoughts in my so, head. It's the voices of all these people who I've killed. So you can hear your sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's interesting. And so I, I like that too, because what that essentially then means, like, cause, and again, I'm just thinking this through those, those thoughts in your head or whatever are going to be how I would play this as the DM is I control those thoughts. I will tell you at certain points then what you're hearing, what is being said to you and what is going on mm-hmm. with them. And so like, it would be fun in some way to just see how your, your relationship with those develop over time. And that's probably why you drink. <laughs> honestly in some way it's probably the only thing that quiets those um yeah and so to her then maybe maybe this is even a thing too this could be interesting because i i I want i like as a dm giving a goal as like to to help alleviate the things you're struggling with maybe she starts to realize when she kills the undeads that she created from them it finally releases that soul from her in some way i fuck with that so it would be like these (laughs) these evil (laughs) thoughts in some way you can actually find a a way to release them and it's something that she doesn't know probably off the bat no she comes to find out right and then is like i gotta go do this yeah and it could be like you and know then there's... you have that beautiful moment where she finds her sister and she has to kill her fucking sister again yeah fuck yeah and see and again at that what... is drama that is theater <laughs> the... every once in a while we have an episode that has good moments like and that so what i would say is again though if you're the player and this is the character you want to build, just bring these potential questions or ideas to your DM because it might not fit in their world, right? It might not be exactly how any of that works. But this whole idea of the hag, like I think even My for- suggestion for the listeners is if you bring this to your DM, you do it exactly as I goddamn <laughs> created it. Well, there <laughs> there are some DMs that really enjoy having that given to them. It's like, wow, okay, cool. Here's a whole thing that I now know about our world. Here we go. There it is. How does this affect other things in it? Because- I think even for this character, she probably doesn't know what the hag's end goal was or what her plan was or what she's doing. And we don't have to figure that out. Leave it up to the DM and be like, okay, well, I don't know what her bigger bad thing was, but I know I was doing this. I was helping her lure people in, kill them. She was using my blood to take theirs. And when I left, she sent these thoughts, these tortured souls. Okay. so 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 she put it over the, okay. So it was then after she left as a way of like, trying to just torture you while you're away. Because I think mm-hmm. I think I would like to play this if I'm the hag and I'm the DM in some way. She's trying to get you back. Yeah. Especially as this as this tool and you were using. That's why she's sending those those thoughts yeah. so that I can hear these yeah. these things. Also, what do you think of the idea like what, where do you think the shadow comes in? Where do you think she got that? Because uh, I, I would like that to be a thing that was added on and not like from birth, unless you think it was. From oh birth. yeah, no, it absolutely needs to be added on because the shadow is stupid and yeah. it's like behind on everything. Yeah. I think it might be something that as she was trying to escape, she figured out how to summon it herself. Okay. So she she found this like thing where she was looking through the books and she was like, okay, I can make my shadow do things and that'll help divert the attention away from the hag. And But because she's not intelligent and it isn't yeah. like a good, it wasn't a good spell. Yeah. 
this this shadow just kind of stumbles around behind her. Okay, so so it's almost like the shadow is what helped her escape. So yeah. her her I mean, and this plays into her low intelligence, right? Mm-hmm. She knew there was magic in those books. She knew there was something she could do with them. So it's, maybe it's a distraction, right? Maybe in some way, however, the hag ever like helped like kept her there. It was in the dark of night, and or like. And somehow the shadow just helped her escape because she was able to use her real shadow to go do something over here so that it looked like she was still there. And then as she left, exactly. and what was left behind That's is exactly this like saying, weird yeah. echo of a shadow that now I just, just like the idea that she like somehow used a book to like give her shadow a will. Yeah. And it just like got a little stupid. And she was like, <laughs> oh, well, is what it is. <laughs> Do your best. <laughs> At least I'm not with that hag still. I just, it's better than nothing. <laughs> yeah. um, cool. So then for her, I guess the last thing I would kind of ask is, what do you think she wants? What does she want? Like, like right after she, so, cause we're going to be meeting this character. I'm assuming right after she escapes, right after she gets away and it's like now free for the first time in over, over a decade. And she, we know she doesn't want to go home because she feels like she is too corrupted and broken. And she just killed her sister. Um, in, in some way. So like w- when she's going out into the world and she doesn't, we don't have to have it well-defined, but like, what is her, like, I don't know, like mo- in this moment, what is she hoping to find? I think she's hoping to find somebody who is going to help get rid of the thoughts or the, the, the voices that she's hearing. I like that because this leads into what I would say is again as a DM and the whole thing with like blood order stuff or blood stuff is there are orders, right? So there are groups of people that do this. And so what that is, what that makes them there is if that's what she's trying to look for, that makes it a lot easier as a DM to be like, Oh yeah, there's, you know, the more you talk about the things you're dealing with and the type of magic, there's quiet sex of people that are around that then f- seek you out. And- sex of people, sex, S E C T S E C T sex of people. Okay. All right. Well, we're all yeah. children here. Sex with dead <laughs> bodies, sex in each other, necromancy, necrophilia. What? what? Oh God. What? Boiled gills. Boiled gills. <laughs> I don't know if and anyone so gets my that. character, her boyfriend is going to be a dead pirate ghost. <laughs> Oh, to you! Know, hey, fun fact: our today's national talk like a pirate. Oh, oh. yeah, September nineteenth, the day of this recording. <laughs> Good to know. Are you scallywags? Like Why am I talking like I'm Irish? Oh, you talk like a pirate. <laughs> I'm an Irish pirate. <laughs> I, I'm an Irish pirate. Give me those. Give me those potatoes. <laughs> um. Okay, cool. We're not worried about scurvy on our ships. We're worried about the carbs. <laughs> Get all bloated up here. Yeah. Um, cool. So yeah, I like that. So she's trying to find them, and that's why I like. I think that's how she'll grow. Um, yep. Do you want to talk about yeah. that potentially? Yeah, if I can. So yeah, someone did suggest that perhaps the hag took hold of the shadow when she escaped and almost yanked it free, which would also make it stupid. Which, which I just like kind why of it's like. kind of like stretched. <laughs> it's just stretched a bit in some way. It's just stretched just a little off. I, but I we made I made Nate write all this down, so this is where we're gonna be. I did make Nate write all this down. So we're not but, making him write more. He's we yeah. don't need to get him any more grumpy. Oh, I'm not. I know. I'm kidding. I'm so, kidding. So I think that's I think that's good for the story. We have the motivation and the backstory all figured out where she's from. She has this family. Um, we know she had a sister. Maybe there's other family members. That's fine. You know, like whatever that uh, uh, 
city or establishment is. Again, leave up maybe to the DM or if you want to define more for your playing of this character. Um, cool, but you don't have to to, fi- to figure this out. Um, but what I will say... Now, Liz, the, the next thing we need to figure out is, you know, I'm assuming that your character has, like, their halfling oh, name. Jesus, fuck you. And then the hag probably gave them a name... And then now that they're free from the hag, they probably like rebranded themselves and gave themselves their own. Wait, name. I have to do three names. So we need at least three. So names. I didn't come up with names at all because I'm not sure what's normal. <laughs> so here, let's look up halfling names. Not what I just said. What I just said is not even close to totally normal. Don't do that. Normal. I'm gonna do fifteen names. One a better. Even better. even what you said kind of makes sense. She would totally have a name <laughs> that her parents gave her. Obviously, the hag probably called her some fucking annoying ass bullshit. And then as whatever no. you go on to called be her later. bitch. She's like you bitch. Get over here and use your brain to talk to that old man. Jesus, <laughs> bitch. Okay, wait, no, I don't like that one. That's hilarious. So these fam- like th- these are the idea of like some just general names. These are really in depth. I kind of like Silpris. I usually brush shine. I usually just kind of look and use them as a place to start, and then try and make something up from it in some way. I like the last name Brush Brush. <laughs> brush Brush. <laughs> I made that up. I oh, okay. took two uh, last names. Ooh, Keen Shadow Rose is brush a good last shine. name though. Which one? Keen Shadow. Keen Shadow. Yeah. I was trying to see if there's any names that gives in here. Uh, nimble size languages. No. Does it ever do that? No, not in these. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was gonna say. I guess I should. What? It's like I can look them up myself. But but I mean we we so we can look through here. I can look up and see if there's other sites as well that have some. You just keep moving it, so I can't. I'm sorry. I can't see any names. Here we go. Here we go. This is no one can do. It. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> there. Um. Okay. <laughs> so. Welcome to Keeping Up with Jake. So, so I'm going to pick paella, like a Spanish paella. I'm just kidding. It's... Uh, oh, oh, you know what I've always, I've always liked Serafina. I've always Ooh. liked that. Ooh, all right. And that way, the hag can call her Sarah and she can rebrand herself as Fina and we've answered all of <laughs> Nate's questions. Damn. Damn. So, Sarah, I need to, I need to come up with a last name. throw my sarcasm in my face. If you want to have a family. Yeah, she, I, I do want a family name. Okay. Um, Serafina Dasani. <laughs> <laughs> Serafina Voss. <laughs> Serafina Fiji. <laughs> Serafina Aquafina. <laughs> the Fina family. We're all Finas. There was Jackafina Aquafina. <laughs> I like... Gallo. Fun. Okay, I want Gallo as a second. Green Gallo. Green Gallo. Serafina Green Gallo. That's a good name. It's Irish too, a bit. <laughs> it's because pirates are Irish. <laughs> yeah, Sar- all of Sarafina them. Serafina Green Gallo. Green Gallo. Okay. Um, so then what I would say is as far as allies and organizations, just the hag and then maybe like her family in some way. That's. Wait, did you say follow or Gallo? I Gallo. I Gallo. No, Gallo, Gallo. Gallo. She Gallo said Gallo. I, I, I Gallo. fucked up and said fellow. Okay. Um, Gotcha. Maybe they can call her Greeny. Ooh. I like Greeny. That's a cool nickname. She sounds like a cool. Yeah. See, this is where I would say her family called her Sarah, the hag called her Fina, and then she goes by Greeny. <laughs> God, you're the <laughs> fucking worst. Okay, Nate, you brought this on yourself. <laughs> yeah, you keep bringing it up. I'm just going to do oh, it. No. You wanted me to have multiple gotta... <laughs> names. And no, now I'm I have to start up. assuming. I have to start assuming that anyone that Jake associates with, <laughs> that person has a little bit of Jake in them. So I should Nathan, have known that by no bringing part of the sarcasm, 
by bringing the sarcasm into this conversation that it would get worked against me. I should have known better. I sh- at this point, I'm 30 years old. I'm knocking on death's Nate, door. I should have the wisdom and Nate, experience to know this would have happened. I have already told you multiple times, there is none of Jake in me. I am a virgin. <laughs> you waited for the joke. I tried to shove it in there. Jesus fucking Gross. Christ. Let's go. What's your fucking? How old's this motherfucker? I don't know. What, I've lost say, interest uh, in this so character. We need to move on. on. So they reach, they reach maturity at 20. twenty. Let's say she got kidnapped at nine, Ooh. nineteen. Okay, so she's just becoming an adult. Uh, just becoming an adult, nineteen. She's not quite a woman, or they were kidnapped at nineteen, or they girl, are currently not nineteen. Yet a woman, That's what it is. <laughs> I did mess it up. Um, she was kidnapped at nine. And is now 19. Yeah. 19 going on 119, though. Because, wow, she's had a rough decade. Exactly. That's what I mean. Can you imagine having to live through all that and know you have, like, 200 years left? Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) Just a small chapter. No. Second century is how long they can live. Yeah. Um, Cool. What do they look like? Yeah. What what do you want a description? So, uh, Uh, So I want her hair to be shaved off. Bald, bald, bald halfling. Bald. Okay. And some, you know, bags under her eyes. Not, I'm not specific about body type. A uh, couple scars. couple scars. I'm trying to think of where the hag might have done the bloodletting. I like to think arms and back mm. and legs. Mm. No? No, it's fine. It's all, all going to be gross. It's always going to be gross no matter where it's coming from. I mean, I could put them on her ass. <laughs> <laughs> She's got ass scars from the hag. Um, oh my god! But I just feel like so it can show like it can show them that there's like it's yeah. cool to have them on the forums. I don't want to go. I'd like it on the, like the front of the forum, not not like the so back. the top, the top of the forearm, the top. yeah. Um, and some scars on her back, yeah. Yeah. The the direction where you want attention, not the direction where you yes. mean and it. And it's on the top of the arm, so it's not actually like uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think it was more of like a drip than it was anything else. Yeah, I just want it to, like, I want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It to be visible. So I was just trying to look at, like, different, like, images of what halflings, their stature generally look like. That's weird. That's weird. Is Ooh, she um, piercings too? Yeah. Like she pierced herself. Is she is she owning the bald? Like was that a conscious choice she made? So does she wear any hats or anything, or she's just like it's after just she rocking escaped? The I think she was trying to alter her appearance a little bit and Ooh. decided to okay. pretend maybe she was even a boy and shave her hair. Oh, I like that. Okay, so are we doing are we doing um like like fucking Bruce Willis, Dwayne Johnson bald, or just like a buzz cut? Just took all the hair off. Bald, bald. Like There's I double want there. just double. I spell. Gotcha. Bald as fucking bald can be. Mr. Clean. Yeah, she did a she See, did a clean shave. I would almost be like, this is what she was going to look like before she was kidnapped. Yes. <laughs> like, oh. And let's give her uh for fun for me. Uh let's give her purple eyes. Purple eyes. The ghost wise purple eyes. Ghost wise purple eyes. Seraphine Aquafina purple eyes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's weird she goes by greeny because her eyes are purple. Um all right, cool. She probably looks green from how malnourished she is. Oh, wow. 
Well, she's just really pale because I think she was probably kept inside a lot. She's never seen the sun. <laughs> um, all right, cool. I think I think that's. I mean, the only thing would be alignment, and we know it's good to some extent, but I think it's like, I think it's just chaotic good. I think chaotic good's the only way to do it. Yeah, it's not neutral. It's not lawful good. She doesn't give a fuck about rules. She just wants to survive and try and undo the bad she did. So, dope. Wow, we did it. Diggity dog. This is this is a this is a character. We got a we got a Serafina Greengallo up in here. Welcome to our show. <laughs> Hour and a half in. <laughs> Finally, I've been welcomed. I've been waiting for that. Yeah, I'm like right now. I'm like a customer at a store, and I'm going to complain to the yeah. manager. Like your associates did not say hello to me, oh. not even once. They hardly well, acknowledged me. Well, welcome to. I'm a secret shopper. Welcome to Coles, ma'am. We're sorry. We'll try and be better. Welcome to TJ Maxx. I don't know what the fuck you want from us here. <laughs> All right. Well. I think it For is everybody now. at home, I did used to work at the Gap. <laughs> nice, nice. Did you have to welcome people to the Gap. Oh, I did. I had to be like, "Hello, welcome to the Gap." That's a weird thing to welcome people to. Welcome to this Gap. Welcome to the Gap. <laughs> the Gap between careers. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna get to the point now where I think we welcome you and Serafina to the City Tavern. Ah, oh, shit! Here we go. So we are back in Podcastria, and it's a bright early day, and it's very warm out for the time of the year it is. It's coming up on the fall time, and it seems like it's the, the, the summer's last, like, real push at how hot it is. It's not really a cloud in the sky, and leaves are starting to change, but they haven't really fully fallen yet, um, and in the city... There's a little bit of hustle and bustle as more farmers are coming into the town with their harvests. And so there's more traffic uh, than general coming in with a lot of carts into the city. And with one of these, there is a little halfling that happened to hitch a ride uh, on one of the carts from uh, a farm from the outside of town. Um, She kind of sneaks off right after they get in through the city. And as she kind of is looking around. She's looking for the nearest tavern to be able to go into. And in doing that, she sees the CD tavern as it's right there by the front gate. And she makes her way over there as her shadow behind her. It, it seems at first when she jumps off that maybe it was like being kind of like ref- just cast funkily. But as she moves, it actually looks like it's just kind of like slugging along behind her in a way and so as she goes inside the shadow kind of hangs a little bit more outside the doors and as the door closes it kind of just finally comes inside with her and there stands Serafina and as she kind of looks around there's the normal like kind of lunch rush inside of the CD tavern you have booths lining the wall to your right and then to the right there's also a stage off along that far wall that then has some tables in the area in front of it and more booths on the far wall. And then 
kind of directly in front of you and to your left, there is a island bar, like the bar they can walk around either side of it. And <clears throat> there's stools there. And then there's more booths all the way in the back far wall. And there's a set of stairs in front of you that lead up to the rooms. And as you kind of are taking it all in, a spattering of the booths are full with a few people. And then behind the bar is a larger half elf. And there is then also a half-orc standing next to him. And they're kind of bickering back and forth to each other as there's a few people sitting around the bar. So what would Serafina like to do? So first, she's going to kind of look over for her shadow and then just go like, get it fucking together (laughs) to her shadow. And she's going to see people kind of look at her because she's mumbling to herself, talking to her shadow. And she kind of like just sort of dead eyes them like this <clears throat> for like a, an increasingly weird amount of time the the person she kind of looks at like realizes they got caught staring and they just kind of uh look around at something else in the room and kind of then pick up their drink she doesn't let it go though and then she she transmits to their head you're a fucking doofus and she then turns around and she starts to approach the the two men who are, okay. are um, as she kind of walks over Barry notices her and he's like Bob let's finish it hello welcome what could what can we do for you would you like to sit up here would you like to sit the half elf the larger half elf that's talking to you I just need a chair Right, there's plenty of stools up here. I'm three feet tall. Do you think I'm going to climb onto a stool? Huh, Terrence does. Huh, Terrence. Uh, well, I mean, oh. we, we can, uh, if you want to sit at one of the tables, you can, but the stool is... Thank you. Oh. <laughs> she kind of worms her way over to a table. Uh, oh. Bob, do you want to go deal with her? Uh, to see what she that's a that's a woman. <laughs> Her head's so shiny. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I, I assumed the way she, I don't know. Maybe I, I didn't ask them. Do you want to come deal with them? I'll go find out. <laughs> I'll do it, Barry. I got you. Okay. So, who, describe who approaches the table as she sat at. You. You're the character. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> so this this tall half orc. <laughs> Who has kind of an underbite, little bit of bottom teeth that kind of come out past the lips. Not like they're not intimidating. They're just kind of there. Um, he walks with like a, an aloofness, like an airiness to him. Not much is you know you, you know you uh, your wisdom's pretty high. You can tell that the lights are on, but everyone might not be home all the time. Um, so he walks up and he's like, "Hi, uh, what what? Welcome to the CG Tavern. What can I get for you?" She's going to stare at him uncomfortably for a little bit again. She's going to do that blank stare thing where she's just dead behind the eyes. He does the same thing back, but he's got no one home behind the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it it really encourages her to keep going with it. She's fascinated at what she's not seeing. She decides against telepathically telling him that she wants whatever the strongest drink he has is. And so she looks at him and she's just like, I want the strongest drink you'll have. <laughs> oh, you like the br- you like the brown stuff then, huh? 
on white. I'm I'm not racist. I don't. Oh, I think uh, I always forget what it's called, but uh, 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 barbin, the brown stuff in a bottle. That's the strongest stuff we got. I think it's called barbin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Please, just whatever. Do you want any food? I, I want a potato raw. One potato raw. Interesting. Okay. He t- turns his back to you, then stops, turns back around, and goes, "Are you a lady?" Are you a lady? Huh. He turns back around and walks to the bar. <laughs> Contemplating. So he comes he comes back to the bar and he goes, Barry, he says to Barry, um, she wants one barbin, a raw potato, and asked me if I was a lady, which I never really thought about before. Wait. A, a, a bourbon and then a raw potato. Bar, you're not a lady. Yeah, yeah, a bar. Yeah, bar can be. Right? Oh. Yes. Right okay. now, I am I'll, bartender. Yes. <laughs> I I will get the bourbon, since I'm already back here. You go get the potato, and I'll bring her the bourbon. And uh, just, I don't know, find, I guess, a potato in, in the back. Okay, I'll find, a, I'll find a good, clean, spudless potato. Uh, fine. And then you're going to hear in your head just a... Th- a quick thought that goes, I like the spuds. <laughs> oh, you know what? I think spuds add protein. I'm going to get some a spud of... I want, I'm going to the bottom of the barrel to get a potato. I don't... What are the spuds? What are you... The potato is a spud. Is it right? You're a spud, Barry. <laughs> he goes to the kitchen laughing at his own joke. Um... <laughs> Barry then behind the bar goes over and grabs the bourbon and, and pours a drink and makes his way around the table and comes over to Serafina's table and goes, uh, uh, here you are, uh, ma'am, and uh, I apologize, but uh, the, the gentleman I sent over here is not exactly the uh, brightest bartender. I just wanted to confirm uh, that your order was a, just a potato? Just a, just a raw potato. A raw Potato. Great. Great. Okay, that's delicious. I love them. Yes. You know if there's any necromancers around here? Um, I I would hope not. I don't know. Uh, no. no. Uh, Okay, great. I Uh, mean, it's a big city, but I try to keep away from... Look, if you see one... Tom, I'm over here. If you see one, what do you mean? They don't walk around like with name tags saying, hello, I'm a necromancer. That's not a... Are you... You're not from Podcastria, are you? No. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no. Necromancy in the cities and in most places, I would imagine, is not something that people are try to, um... Show. Maybe they don't broadcast it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, they generally try. But to you seem it. to know the worst of the, this city. Uh, th- thing, is that rude? I, I don't know. Is it rude? I don't. <laughs> Are you a lady? 
Where the fuck's my potato? I was getting it. Do you need anything else besides necromancy? I need another bourbon. Oh, you drank that one. Okay. Uh, when did you? I'll just. Okay. Hang on. So, <laughs> just to recap really quickly, um, she did not drink it. Her oh. shadow did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll I, I'll go get the bottle, and he just kind of like. Barry confusedly just kind of walks back. He like not wanting to take his eye off of Serafina as she's sitting there. And he goes back behind the bar and, and grabs the bottle. And he just kind of looks over at the kitchen. Wait, waiting to see if Bar comes out at all. And he comes back over with with the bottle and just uh just I just tell me when to to stop, ma'am. <clears throat> or person. And he just pours the drink. So Bar comes out of the kitchen and approaches the table as you're pouring, um, and he goes, uh, so if I'm being honest, I forgot what you wanted, so I brought the orange thing, the brown thing, and the green thing. And he puts a carrot, a potato, and a head of broccoli oh, on the on the table okay. and goes, I think it's one of these. All right, I'm going to uh, yeah, take this and, and take it behind the bar. And he's like, sorry. And he just goes to grab the broccoli and the carrot. <laughs> off the table unless uh, unless you want these as, as well you said just potato right I need to ferment it the potato or the, we can cook things here we have like I want to ferment the potato to make vodka okay there's distilleries in town that might be able to help I'm leaving town. Oh, oh, I think you need more than one potato. There's always more potatoes. I could go get you another potato. I could be a uh, first name potato, last Look, name. Look, I only have or... the money for one fucking potato. Okay. Well, oh. Couldn't even. Okay. <clears throat> then I will take the broccoli and the carrot, um, and enjoy your potato and bourbon. Then, ma'am. And then I'm going to transmit to your head. Where are the fucking necromancers? <laughs> what? Um. What did. Was that you? Did you. I don't. Um, ma'am, I prefer you not. Oh, did do do that here? Again, that is very. <clears throat> uncomfortable, and we tried to not. Uh, Talk to people in the head. Driving your dead sister's voice in your head. Oh, that'd be scary. <laughs> what? Is April all right? Do you, do you know of my sister? That's, I didn't know you had a sister, Barry. I don't talk about it. But oh, but just, just um, I think we're. It's, um, I'm sweating. I'm gonna go. Is there anything else you need, ma'am? Whispering again in your head. No. Huh. Okay. Uh, thank you. <clears throat> and Barry just kind of runs to, to the back with the broccoli and carrot. Bar's just kind of standing there. He looks like... Bar look, has a look on his face that he wants to ask a question, but he doesn't know how. Okay, so 
Seraphine is going to project because I feel like she projects a lot. She projects a lot because it keeps it makes people uncomfortable around her. The more uncomfortable and off guard they are, the more she has control over the situation. You know. Okay. So she's going to project into your head. She she likes she likes you a little bit. She does. There's something about you that she's like. Okay. He's got nothing going on behind the eyes. He's safe. And she just goes, Hey. 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 Come over here. Over here. Uh, and then oh. and then my shadow kind of like jerks its hand like it's trying to wave, but it can. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yep. Bear bar uh bar walks over to the table. Can I have a, can I have a seat? Okay. It was the strangest thing. Something told me to come over here and I thought I saw like a light kind of near you like uh, jerkily waving it, it's your hand over to me or something. Was that you? That's fucking weird. That was weird. He still looks like he has a question. I'm going to go Scary. ahead and say it looks like you have a question. Oh, well, uh, yeah, he gets kind of like embarrassed. What? Oh, <laughs> yeah. How can you tell if you're a lady? Put your hand in between your legs. Oh, but Barry said I shouldn't do that in public. It's rude. <laughs> She's going to whisper, just fucking do it. <laughs> oh, okay. He places his hand. Do you have a stick or do you have a hill? <laughs> oh my God. Um, I've got t- two boulders. Well, then you might be both. <laughs> but from behind the bar, Barry, just kind of looking over. Ma! Ma! Well, are you... He pulls his hand up. with your digging! <laughs> he gets real flushed. Like, I don't know what color half-orcs get when they get flushed. But all of a sudden, you see this giant, like, 6'6 half-orc gets up from your table, screams, and runs out the front door, screaming continuously as he's sprinting. <laughs> Uh, and he's gone he's gone okay and seraphine is kind of just sitting there blank blank is just like nothing's going on he barry just like looks and everyone in the bar now is kind of like quiet because this was quite the the noise and ruckus that just happened a few of them just kind of get up and like just walk out kind of like quietly <laughs> from the bar while it's like there's someone still up at the bar that just looks at Barry and looks back and forth and Barry's just back there with his arms still raised like uh, uh, and Barry kind of comes around the bar and comes over to your table and looks like what, what, did, what did you say to Bob? What did you do? I asked him if he had a stick or a hill between his legs. Why would you do? That's not something you do, ma'am. Look, is there anything else you need here? I see that your glass is already empty again. You have your potato. I mean, no offense, 
but I think it would probably be best for the business if perhaps you were on your way. I know you're looking for necromancers. I can tell you there's none in this bar currently. Perhaps maybe out outside, somewhere else, in the alleys. I don't know where to hang out. Usually when it's dark, I would imagine. So she's going to stare at you and just wait to see you're just kind of waiting to see if like she's going to speak into your head. It's like that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like she's looking with intent, like she's going to do it. And while she's staring at you and breathing kind of heavily, um, her shadow goes and takes a bunch of raw potatoes and a bottle of booze from behind the bar and starts to walk out. <laughs> so he's staring at you and out of the corner of his eye, just sees things start moving like on the ground. Yep. With the shadow. Yeah. Like, like it, the shadow is like, use it was like almost kicking it. It's, it's able to do that in this scenario um and uh, uh, uh what is it uh and also and then you from t- over at the bar goes hey uh, barrio what uh there's something i don't know what the fuck that is and but Oh, oh no! And Barry just kind of comes over and just tries to like grab them. And as he kind of like bends down to pick them up, he misses and just kind of tumbles in over himself and is now laying on the <laughs> ground as the potatoes and bourbon was that anything? Yeah, bourbon. That just start are still moving in in this dark mass of this weird small shape, kind of like slug like across the floor. And it's just stumbling. It's just my poor shadow's just stumbling. And so I start to follow it out and. I just, you hear my voice in your head and just goes, thank you. <laughs> so, so, so grab that, uh, that, sh- that dark man, that shadow, what is happening? <laughs> and then the door just kind of swings shut behind you and Barry's kind of just laying on his side there on the ground. And the guy from the bar just looks and goes, well, that's not something you see every day, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> And scene. And scene. And scene. <laughs> the actual that was good. Fuck. I just want to say, Liz, that um, I, th- I think you did a really good job of like exploring this world that you said at the beginning you don't know anything about, but you were just like, you just took what you thought you could do and ran with it, and that was great, and I thought it was uh, a I think there time. were things I did that I was not allowed to do, but I did them oh, no. anyway. No, no, no. There, oh, for sure. And, and that's the whole thing is, like, again, in this moment, it's more of just f- feeling out. Because, like, in this, it's fun to, like, I'm, I'm sure you felt like you learned things about Serafina, right? As you're, like, how would she interact with people? What does this mean that she's this awkward? And, like, the fact of how much you use the telepathy, right, I think is a big thing. It's like, oh, yeah, that totally makes sense. And, like, <laughs> no, and, and that's a, the shadow thing. Again, as a DM, I think you would flesh out what that is, but I think that would be totally fine in a scenario like yeah. that. Like, whatever, just have fun with it. Whatever's the most fun in the moment, do that. I did just like say my shadow can drink and eat. Like, <laughs> yeah, but that's, fine. but that's totally, yeah, that's totally fine. When I had, we did a living shadow once where mine would constantly be fighting with a little face spirit that I had. So it was just like a bickering thing <laughs> yeah. constantly behind my character. Um, yeah, no, that was a lot. I like I, what I didn't realize because I just went with bar because I was like, okay, I don't know if we need Mary as I really don't like. Uh, uh, Louis, all that much, but like I didn't realize how much I actually really enjoyed bar interacting with. Uh, well, so before you had said what bartender I was, I was going to interject, and I decided while you were describing the day yeah. that I was going to be bar. Okay, so I was really pleased when nice. you made me bar. 
<laughs> it builds to the moment where he can reference reference Tommy Boy. I mean, hey, any podcast? Where you, did, did you get that reference? The playing with your dinghy? No, you ever watched oh, Tommy Boy? Oh, it's been a lo- it's been a long, long time. Oh man, I was like, oh, that's exactly what this is. When he's on the boat, and he's like, yeah, I miss my dad. I remember I'd come out here, and he would always just yell out at me when I'm on the boat, like, hey, quit playing with your dinghy. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, I definitely think he broke Barr. <laughs> he just <laughs> something you don't know about Barr, Liz, is that he cannot run and exert energy unless he is screaming. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't necessarily like a, a scared scream yeah. he was doing. That's just how he had to get out of there quickly. Yeah, that's just every time he runs, it sounds like a car driving by my apartment. So if that ever happens, that's just what it sounds like. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if but... you ever need a guest bartender, please call me in. <laughs> Okay. I, don't, I mean, wouldn't it be Serafina? I don't know if Serafina's going to get hired. No, no, no. I have voices. <laughs> Serafina um, didn't feel like she needed a voice. But she was so, like, I don't know. I, I really liked this character, and I liked the way you kind of play her. And like I said, that that low charisma and high wisdom are really interesting together. It was like, it was very hard to figure that out. Yeah. But but it but it, it you, I think you did it very well, and I think it's a lot of fun. And again, Laura, it's like the the drive of what she's looking for. Of course, she's going to be very just blunt and straightforward and kind of like, yeah. that's just, it is what it is. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. Was there anything else you felt like you learned or wanted to explore or enjoyed about Serafina or just role-playing with this? Um, I, I, I loved that I, 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 we had never talked about it, but I made her very abrasive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's what, that's what the simple like thing was for that charisma, right? Is, what was that, charisma of an eight? Wait, no, no, no. It was seven, right? Was there a yeah. yeah. Ter- terribly reticent, uh, uninteresting, or rude. You went with rude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, and rude. also, I tried. I did try to be uninteresting in the fact that she would just stare at you and not speak. Right. And that's right. the thing too. Is like I think you did a really good job of playing with silence, right? And how you use that those the awkward emptiness as a. I'm really glad that your character had a lot of wisdom because then I could really like describe Bar's mannerisms to you. Because like <laughs> since you have such a high wisdom, I could be like, you've got this tall, dumb dude staring at you, and you can tell his body language is saying something, but his brain's not figuring out what what it wants to do. How do you tell uh, if you're was... a lady or well, not? I mean, yeah. <laughs> having to come up with an answer to that was very hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's what was so great. It's like in that moment, like you broke bar just by simply asking him the question of, are you a lady? Like yeah. that was, it was as simple as that. Oh, geez. That's making a bunch of noise. All right. Well, I think that is, that is Serafina Green Gallo. So thank you all for coming and hanging out with us today. Uh, but we're in the outro now. So let us know what you thought of Serafina Green Gallo. The best way to do that is through our email, which is rng pcpodcast at gmail.com you can also connect with us on our social media pages which is at rng underscore pc for facebook instagram twitter tiktok and most importantly our twitch channel we record every saturday or sometimes you know depending on our schedules we'll adjust that so follow us on social media to see when we are going live or just follow us on twitch uh and as a reminder we also do have a patreon which is patreon.com slash rngpc where you can request character sheets like this one for seraphina where you can take this creepy little halfling and explore the space with her uh, you can also join our community and listen to our exclusive patreon episodes uh, we also have content over on youtube just search for rngpc and finally Follow, like, and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening on. And if it is an Apple product, we would greatly appreciate it if you took the few minutes to leave us a little review. Uh, we will read it out, no matter what the review is, uh, here on stream. So if there's something embarrassing you want us to say, I mean, that's probably the best place to do it. <clears throat> and as always, 
please remember, keep rolling and keep playing. Thank you to our special guest, Liz, for hanging out with us today. Hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for having me, fellas. 